What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is Smack It, our weekly SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with my co-host today, my my Smack It, Silly Sally, I don't know, I was trying to think That's of what something. they call me, Silly Sally, Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? I'm okay. Uh, SmackDown, that was a show that happened. Yeah, wow, you just... That you, wrestling. You just, are, you're eager to talk about SmackDown. Not really, but... How are, I mean, you, I mean, how was your journey today? How was your coffee? You drink coffee today? No, I didn't. You no, drink no. coffee. Oh, I'm drinking coffee. You definitely sound like you drank coffee. I always drink coffee. Nothing wrong with it. Just let you know. always I'm, my. But I always have an inner like ADHD kind of self. So they're also doing construction in my house right now. Yeah, they're uh, they're building a coffee machine as we speak. Uh, yeah, a new espresso bar so in you, the Diamond Studio for the crew. You're welcome, by the way. This is, uh, this is your podcast going to be a lot more crazy now. Yeah, just all of us like hype. What was that show where like everyone just like got hyped out on caffeine and was like, was it on all that? Was it a skit where like it was a boy and a girl and then they just had like hopped up on caffeine? No, no, time? it was like someone got like a Nescafe, but they were trying all the flavors, but they so they kept drinking it. Like, this just people. sounds like every video on YouTube now. Yeah, no, it was an actual TV show. Oh, well. Television. Television on broadcast. What is a television, Corey? Um, it's a box. It used to have a, um, a picture. I don't know. I don't fucking know what a TV so is. a light bulb that's transmitted through science and energy, and it they, and they make anymore. you watch professional wrestling. They're pixels now, right? They're not light bulbs. LED I mean, there's lights, lights involved. There's electronics. Welcome to our new podcast, the um, the tickers, where we break apart every TV and uh, electronic items and talk about it on air. That was really the first name you thought of. Yeah, because we 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 we'll, we we'll, ha- we'll have a meeting about this. Tick and Tinker. Ooh, that's better. Tick and Tinker. Who's the Tinker? <laughs> you know who the Tinker is. That's me. Okay, I'm the Tinker Bell. This isn't Tick and Tinker. No, this is not Tick and Tinker. This is Smacker. We're gonna hear talk a little Smackdown live last night. Uh, but before we get into that, guys. This is City Wrestling Radio, and you can find us all of our shows at soundcloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. Guys, you should also follow us on YouTube because, you know, we're like a hot new commodity on the YouTube market. You want to get on the ground floor. It's kind of like stock investing. You know, you want to get on the ground floor. You want to be one of the first 100 people that says... I followed City Wrestling Radio. So guys, go on to YouTube, search up City Wrestling Radio, subscribe. I just put up a new video last night where I, I unboxed the pro wrestling crate we got for this month. So, by the way, do you want that shirt, Michael? No. Johnny Gargano? Oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Exa- see? Exactly. You're not even paying attention to me. Talking about Johnny Gargano t-shirt, do you want one? Uh, Which one is it? Is it like the one I got last night from the it, pro wrestling crate. Is it just you, Johnny Wrestling? It's a Johnny Wrestling shirt. Is yeah. it Rebel Heart? It's a, he's is all it a, heart. Is it a double XL? He's all heart. No, it's not. I, what, wow. Thank you, Michael. No, I'm asking because I'm a double XL. Oh, I thought you were just like, oh, is it a double XL? Yeah, I'm assuming it's a double XL considering, you know, how you look. I mean, I am. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little. I'm a, we have the same shirt I'm, size. I'm a thick little mama. But anyways, guys, follow us on social media at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because that's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. Whenever we post anything on you know audio, video, YouTube, SoundCloud. We make sure to tell you guys on social media. Um, before we get into SmackDown, guys, we got some news to talk about. As we always do. As we always do. Um, I think we should start off with, uh, what is it? What? I'm trying to find my news, so you go first. I think we'll start. Let's see. What did I have? The first news story I had today was... Just found it. Ooh, Ricochet. No longer wrestling at upcoming Evolve shows following his WWE debut. I didn't even realize this. Just pulled from the Evolve show. So he was scheduled to uh, wrestle in Melrose, Massachusetts and Queens, New York, March 15th and 16th. Uh, but WWE superstar Ricochet was uh, noted to you know debut on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown this week. I think I just sang the Melrose Place theme song. Might not be. I think this is like East Coast Melrose. They should be uh, like an East Coast version of Melrose Place. I don't know. It's called Gossip Girl. Or That's in New York, right? Or Gilmore Girls. That's in... Connecticut? Vermont? New Haven? I don't know. I don't think that place exists. I don't think Gilmore Girls exist. I mean, do you think it's like CGI? Yeah, no, it was really really ahead of its time. Uh, But I guess uh, 
Uh, they uh, one of the bookers from uh, Evolve went on to uh, hit Twitter yesterday and says that a Velveteen Dream will be taking his place um, versus Orange Cassidy. It's happening at Evolve March 16th um, or March 15th in Melrose, Massachusetts, and his match on the 16th. Um, and also Ricochet will still be at both events. Oh, for meet and greets. Ooh. So I mean, good on him. So he's not wrestling, but he's still going to be there. He's still going to be there. Yeah. Fucking wrestle. He's there. Why is he injured? <laughs> Main roster. I know. I, you think it's just in his contract? Like, you can't do that. It's too cool. Well, Vince isn't going to let anybody on the main roster go to any um, independent promotions. Like, yeah. do you ever think the, like, Seth Rollins can just show up at. Yeah. Like, know? 48 hours removed from this whole Ricochet business. Like, out of everybody, I think. I think uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet. Yeah. No, it totally makes sense in their regard. They're probably kind of not doing anything. For uh, NXT right now, well, not not doing anything is a bit of a stretch, it's but not true. It's I mean they're not in the they're not in the middle of Alistair something. Alistair Black has been talked about being brought to the main roster for He's a been, while, yeah, for a very so, long time. I mean, yeah. That's why I was I always thought he'd be a sooner rather than. But you later. have two champions up there, so I mean now that now that's where I feel like that's just where it was the biggest misfire. But I mean if you, I mean I think you want just want to talk about it right now, like talk talk about the backstage. Hullabaloo that was going on on Monday Night Raw. It rolls right along. Let's keep the news rolling. According to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Radio, Uh, I am... Yep, that's his theme song. The... (laughs) With Dave uh, Meltzer. uh, 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 uh. Yeah, uh, I'm just reading this off Squared Circle, so you guys probably read this already. Uh, Dave brought up tonight what the original Raw script... Actually, I'm going to say the uh, user. His name is Ass458. Yeah, yeah, the pristine, pristine journalism from Ass uh, for of listening to Wrestling Observer Radio, and yeah. while we regurgitate this content from them, but you know what? That's that's wrestling podcast. Isn't that what's uh, what do you call that? Um, everything. Um, never mind. Yeah, uh, Dave brought up tonight what the original Raw script was supposed to be and why the show was rewritten last minute. Bullet point one: the show was supposed to be built around Seth. They had to change the whole show around because he's still not cleared. They thought he would be by now, but he's not. He should be ready soon, though. That's kind of yeah. surprising. Uh, Ronda was supposed to face Alexa in a squash because Seth was off the show. They needed a longer Ronda match and thought a long, longer Ronda Alexa match would have not have, would have been not good. Would have so, been detrimental to Alexa too, you know. Of course, yeah. Uh, so they switched it to Ronda versus Ruby because they thought it would be a better match. Well, you well, know, we all know how that worked out. Well, that match was called on the fly too, pretty much. I mean, I they mean, had one day. The less I mean, you than could a just book to, a match, just have it by the number. Ronda, yeah. It's harder with Ronda. Dude. I, no, I feel like they they've they they've they're, they're they've yet to figure out the equation. But I feel like they have they're getting there with how to book a Ronda Rousey yeah. match. Yeah, which is like two minutes long. Uh, it was supposed to be Finn versus Ricochet, which was my original prediction. Uh, Triple H apparently got that match changed because he thought it made no sense to give that much away now, and plus Ricochet would probably have to lose considering Balor just won the title, but no finish was decided. He didn't like the babyface versus babyface dynamic. He thought it would. Who would just be a good match for the sake of one, so he argued against it and got it changed. I agree. If these are my kids, all right, Vince, I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you do them like that. And since they, I mean, I f- considering it didn't happen, I feel I felt like they agreed too. He's like, you can have heavy machinery and Lacey Evans. I don't give a crap about them, but you're not hurting Gargano, Champa, and Black and Rico. Yeah. Uh, he added later that Vince feels like the reason the ratings are down is that the shows lack stars, but that most of the guys on the roster are already too damaged to be built back up all the way. So they brought up these four NXT guys to push super hard right out of the gate and make them stars. Ah. Uh, I mean, well, two weeks what, later, they're too small. I mean, that's that's all that what well what needs to be said about that? Honestly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was also a PS on this. So Dave has clarified some points on his board. He says that Triple H didn't actually didn't know that Vince was calling the four NXT guys up, and there was a communication issue between the two of them on the situation. That is my wow. main takeaway from this entire Monday night. Like it's a, like it's like, imagine if I'm asking, imagine if like Jose, I, I tell you that Jose and I do a podcast. No, no, yeah, I, no, 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 no. Okay, now I'm, I'm flubbing this uh, analogy. I'm trying to think of a better one. Now we're just on dead air. Fuck it. Yeah. No, yeah, this yeah. is super weird. I mean, it happens. Um, no, I'm talking about the whole Triple H and Vince thing. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Um, he, Vince being Vince, I mean, he's just eventually going to take control of what he owns. Yeah. And Triple H does not own NXT. So he, he runs he, NXT. So you think he knew that the call-ups for NXT, he knew that this was just like 
This is only like the third, fourth best people he has. But yet Triple H says like, no, they're great. You can have them. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you can have EC3. Take him, it's fight. He, 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 he. like Triple H. And then all of a sudden Vince just gets pissed. And, <laughs> so, and he, no, and that, that's the thing. Vince asks somebody else and he says, what are your four best NXT guys? Blah, 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 bleah. blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. like two weeks later or, oh, uh, no, I think it happened as early as mon- as Monday, actually. The day of. Cut back to like Wrestling Observer two weeks ago. We got a question here from uh, Vinny from Connecticut. Vinny asked, who are the four best NXT guys on the roster? It's an investor called a good like Triple H. Uh, who are, hi, my name's Vinny from Connecticut. Uh, who are the yeah, four best the, guys on NXT? My name is uh, Nivy. Yeah, that'll do. My name is uh, Lince. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's definitely... Um, it's Vince, man. It's Vince being Vince. He's going to do what Vince. he wants. He's going to do what he wants, man. So Damn it. God damn uh, it. He's a McMahon, damn it. But yeah, out of those, uh, you know, it's been the talk of the week of just like in the, we're in the midst of uh, WrestleMania, main, uh, WrestleMania card, which according to some reports out there say there is no, there is no card. Well, there's, there's a card. There's there is a card. a card. Yeah, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, yes. Uh, but Meltzer's noted saying it's... It's not as filled as it always has been by this point. Yeah. Usually they have a, a distinct plan of what they're doing, but they're a little, everything's kind of up in the air. And apparently Vince was like super shook by the whole Undertaker Starcast thing. Like yeah. He felt like he got like stabbed in the back or something. It's his son, man. He's, this is, it is quite a significant thing about Undertaker taking his first non WWE signing. Sorry, Vince. Uh, I got a Twitter now. I went on, I blocked all the smarks, and then. Don't be that vindictive, Corey. I'm not vindictive. I'm saying the list of things that happened. Chimney Christmas, Michael. And then he wanted to promote himself, and then he wanted to make $60,000 for one day. No, he wanted to make $60,000 for three hours. Do you think he's going to work more than three hours in one day? Eh, if he has fun. Like, hey, guys, I'm going to do another three hours. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're not. No, come on, man. I'm on, I got kids to feed. I'm Conrad Thompson. Yeah, no. He's going to... I feel like Undertaker's going to be that guy to be like... There's going to be like a five people left in line, and like he's like, well, my time's up. See you guys later. Sorry. Got to go. Apparently, Bruce Pritchard... I mean, of course, Bruce Pritchard was the one who gave uh, Conrad Thompson the phone number of well, Undertaker. I mean... I wonder what they think. I wonder how like Vince feels about Bruce Pritchard now, even though he no longer really works for that company anymore. Well, Vince is going to think that um, StarCast is directly linked to All Elite Wrestling, which it technically isn't I mean, you got the conrad again you got the conrad thompson connection you got like the elite people going there anyway you got jericho we got rick flair going there yeah i, I mean, mean rick flair does that all the time though that's a that's a regular things thing. going there of course um and now but it's undertaker man mm. using want- a picture of him like 11 years ago you know what he should have done just like not go so is so is flair by the not, way not go as the undertaker but go as mean mark calloway from back in the old like texas days when he was an amateur wrestler Hi, guys. I'm mean Mark Calloway. You want a picture? It's 65 bucks. Because I don't want to pay sixty-five bu- more than 65 bucks for a picture with mean Mark Calloway. You want the dead man, okay? Uh, but one more guy that could be at StarCast, actually could be at Double or Nothing, is Todd Dilly Dilly himself, Todd Dillinger. What happened, Corey? Well, last yesterday was his birthday, and um, he might have had some cake and ate it, too. Because he That's had- it. No, he uh, he asked for his release for his um, from his WWE contract. He hit Twitter yesterday and actually let us all know because hit us with the notes app. Yeah, he let us know. He's he's like, you know what? I'm gonna hit the notes app. Screenshot this. You know what? Two screenshots because this note's too long. And um, yeah. Oh wow, Michael. Yeah, I know. It's it's really it's disturbing. Um, Ooh. Speaking of disturbing, I know. Jiminy Christmas. They're crazy out there. But he said he hit Twitter saying, "Before rumors begin to spread, let me get things straight ahead of this time. This evening, I requested my release from WWE. In the past five and a half years with them, I have seen and done some wonderful things. Things that I am very proud of and will never ever forget. I have met and have worked with some unquestionably some of the greatest talent on the earth, and the pleasure has been all of mine." Um, then he goes on to, you know, saying thank you to the locker room and everyone he's worked with, um, from the bottom of my heart, he, yeah, he's going to miss everybody. Um, so yeah, no, Ty Dillinger, Ty Dillinger yesterday on his 38th birthday, um, requested his release. Yeah, he's, he requested it 
I can see them not he, granting he it. He hasn't been granted it. I can see them granting it like on a Monday because that's about, hmm, if you do the math right. One day after. Less, yeah. No, he does. I think he has five days right now, I thought, to get released to actually be able to be at Double or Nothing. Yeah. If he gets released within the next five days. Today is Wednesday, Corey. What? Today is Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday. You're oh, you counting. Know. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, no, it's crazy. Um, it's no, he like, asked for the release Tuesday, right? Yeah, that was on his birthday. That was yesterday. Yeah, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, I did the math this morning. Yeah, but then like I'm counting Friday, and look, look at my hands. Look at my five. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely not going to get released by then. I yeah, mean, he could hit Twitter and and say that he's being mistreated or something. I don't know. I don't know at that point. Like, do you really want to get that and make and, things that messy? And do you really want to be this invested to the story? Because, like, as much as I like, you know, toot the horn that is Ty Dillinger, what could he actually bring to the table? Well, he asked. Else? He asked to go back down to NXT. I know, just like the revival did. And they were, everyone was denied. Yeah. So I mean, I had, I it's just that Ty Dillinger. He's a he's he's an above average jobber, but. He'll always at least be a jobber. He's a mid card. Yeah, he's I, a mid mid card. He's reliable, but then he's not something that he's not someone who would you know move the needle per se. And I and I'm not saying that not everybody needs to be. And but well, me saying that maybe that's 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 all he'll actually amount to. Maybe he's gonna have a, like he's gonna replay this for him like in his head the entire time. Like, it's gonna be one of those desire show videos, you Mikey, Michael Vergara. Like, dun, 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 like dun, when dun, the Creed, dun. no, when the like the Creed song comes on. Oh my shit of ups and downs. There we go. God, that was a video. That song was fucking everywhere when like in the WWE. Yeah, I think every uh, yeah. Creed sucks. Uh, let's go on to. Um, I think someone's trying to call me. No, they're not. Uh, let's go into our last piece of news. Unless you have anything else, Michael. Apparently, uh, I'm just reading more of the Wrestling Observer radio notes. Uh, the plan is. Uh, they have the plan for two, uh, no, three after Ronda leaves or quote unquote leaves. They have a, pl- um, right now the, the three pillars of the women's division are who Corey. Oh, I know what you're going to say, but I think what you're going to say, it, this was mis- it's okay. Two of them is obvious. The other is my no, fear. No, this is was, my biggest fear. It, of all, it, this, of is all mi- this is misstrewed as, uh, someone get about uh, Melter or Alvarez saying this on air, but go ahead. And I know what you're going to say. No, I want you to guess. Oh, uh, you already know? I, I know what you're going to say, so I can guess it wrong. If you oh, want Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Lacey Evans. Yeah. Um, I was going to make a Lacey Evans joke again, but listen to the previous shows if you want to hear my Lacey Evans material. Yeah. No, it's definitely one of those things. I think Meltzer went on and says, like, yeah, no, I think. He says, I think Vince. I think. I think Vince uh, sees him. Yeah, so everyone takes It would takes be that. obvious. Like, you would think so. I mean, she has, she's got to look. I mean, it's, uh, Vince is really high on her. Uh, I feel like we do a Meltzer impersonation every day. I mean, we do news, and it's he is a meltdown with Dave Meltzer. I mean, he probably wouldn't sue. Yeah, it, well, but that was it. It's That's, a parody of him, so I mean, I don't know. Man, he I mean, probably loves it. He probably loves hearing people do his voice and be like, "Uh, yeah, I I do sound like that." I mean, can you do Garrett Gonzalez? Yeah, no, that that was my Garrett Gonzalez impersonation. Like, right oh, there. you sound like a, a jackhammer in the kitchen. Okay, that's cool. Uh, but our last piece of news, guys. Let's get into some real stone cold, real American news, guys. Gross. Uh, it I is mean, set, it is kind of American. Chris Hamesworth. Hamesworth, man. Ham. H e m s. Hames. Why do you say it like that? It's Hamesworth. Tomato, tomato. I'm sorry. I'm from a different place of the world. Than there you are. are movie trailers that say his name out loud, and it's Hemsworth. Best known for his role as Thor in the Avengers series. Have you seen that movie, Thor? Yeah. Okay. I never saw Thor. It's okay. I saw the other movies. I saw Thor Ragnarok. That was really good. I've never seen Thor Ragnarok. I should. Though. I never saw the first one, though. It looked like it sucked. Uh, but he's going to play Hulk Hogan in a biopic on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, That's weird, but I mean, kind of cool. He kind of. I mean, he kind of looks like him. Like a romanticized version of him. Yeah. I mean, like you know what, brother? You know who I want playing me, brother? Oh, uh, that Thor guy. is the one with the Chris blonde Hemsworth. hair. With the 24-inch pythons, brother. I want Thor, brother. Yeah, I bet he said that, too. I said, I want Thor to play me. He didn't even know his name. Um, yeah. So according to Hollywood Reporter, let's just read it here. Chris Hemsworth is set to betray wrestling superstar Hulk Hogan in a biopic that reunites Todd Phillips with Scott Silver. 
the respective director and writer of the upcoming DC Comics movie, The Joker. I forgot they're doing that. Uh, John Polano. takes place in the 80s, right? Yeah. Uh, Stronger will co-write the script with Silver. I have no idea who these guys are. Deals for the Hogan Projects are in the midst of closing with Netflix. So it's an easier sell for me to watch this instead of like, I, do you think they saw fighting with my family and it's like, hey, this wrestling stuff. Well, you know who's, you know, this glow stuff. You know, scheduled who's attached as a producer. Who? None other than former WCW head of, I don't know what he his job was, a- Eric Bischoff. Wait, really? Yeah, Eric Bischoff is uh, <laughs> is one of the producers along with Michael, uh, was it Michael Suger? Michael Gary Capetta. Michael Sugar. It's oh, spelled sugar. Todd, Tom, Todd Phillips and Bradley Cooper. So, yeah, Bradley Cooper is going to be one of the producers. That was the, there. Eric, yeah, go ahead. Todd Phillips. That's the Hangover guy. Um, there oh. was a rumor going around, I, I I, like where they were in talks of a Vince McMahon movie, and they wanted Bradley Cooper to play Vince McMahon. I thought that was still happening. Maybe. Do you think this is going to? You do you think Bradley Cooper is going to be in this Hulk Hogan movie as Vince McMahon? Oh, and is it going to start this fucking? A universe, a of universe, cinematic universe. Is Samuel L. Jackson going to show up? WWECU, yeah. WWECU. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love it. It makes sense. And then Vince gets to rewrite history. That's how Vince rewrites history, right there. Yeah, man. Um, he wants. You know, that never happened. Uh, it's fine. They had to move the. They had to move WrestleMania to the L.A. Coliseum, not because of low ticket sales, because we got so many death threats over the whole uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, renouncing the country thing ah he's a rocky which was completely false by the way guys yeah no he didn't see yeah Yeah. people know people are pervy to it privy to it pervy and privy to it god michael you just i'm just saying they're pervy to it pervy and privy anyways let's keep it going no more news let's keep it going with our smackdown recap from last night what do you think of SmackDown? Breaking news. Overall? Look Uh-oh. at this. Look at this mirror selfie of Steve Austin. Did I ever tell you that? Like, there oh, was he, oh, he put a filter on that video. You know, one of them. Um, did I ever tell you the Instagram story where it's just a self, uh, Steve Austin's Instagram story where it's a selfie of him or a picture of him drinking beer, and he just asked, put up a poll question. It says, "Do you like beer?" Like eighty-seven percent, yes. Thirteen percent, no. <laughs> what? Do what? you like beer? Your name is Hugh Morris. Wasn't there one what? recently where he was like just dancing to a Backstreet Boys song or something? No, it was Rick. A- it was uh, never going to give you. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago, and he just yeah, and for some reason he reposted it recently. Steve yeah, Austin's weird now. He, he's getting old. He's just like find, he has to find stuff to do. He's like he's just bored. He's bored just taking and drunk. Pi- he's just taking pictures of vintage cars, and uh, he has no podcast now. Is that Steve- really? I thought he. I thought I. I didn't think he does the podcast anymore. That's the last no, thing I heard. I heard. Come on, that dude makes too much money from that thing. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, now, yeah, you look that up. While you look I, that up as you discuss SmackDown. Well, I talk about SmackDown Live last night from New Orleans. Y'all, I'm heading back to New Orleans. Yeah, Kid Rock playing all day long, and that song probably played gonna during s- intermission for them. Gonna I feel suplex bad. some Republicans. <laughs> Calm down, AJ Styles. <laughs> that's really funny. Hey, 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 Kid Rock, that's really funny. Hey, K- Kid Rock, look at me. Look at me. Look at me laughing at that joke. Huh? All them liberals. That's them funny. Muslims. What do you think, Lacey Evans? Hey, uh-huh. I'm okay with them, but but you know what? America's being threatened. Anyways, let's kick it off with SmackDown Live last night from New Orleans. Um, <laughs> kicked off. Uh, what do you think of SmackDown overall, Michael? It was better than Raw. Definitely better than Raw. Kofi Kingston going to Fastlane to take on Daniel Bryan. Uh, the takeover continues, man. I mean, that's pretty cool. Everyone's still winning. And see, look, Steve Austin interviewed the Patriot last week. Okay. No, yesterday. Wait, the Patriot? Yeah, remember the Patriot? He had Kurt oh, Angle's theme oh, song? Oh, not Mr. America. Yeah. <laughs> Del Wilkes. <laughs> you know what, brother? I'm not Hulk Hogan. I swear. <laughs> and then there's like a picture of him just like, shh, don't tell anyone. I'm, all, I'm actually Hulk Hogan. That's between you and me, brother. Uh, yeah, so let's kick it off. Uh, it was SmackDown Live started last night. Um, Shane McMahon comes out to the ring. Shane lets everyone know that the NXT guys are here, and the takeover will continue tonight. Then the Miz comes out. He interrupts, and he but he feels really guilty. He says uh, he comes out. He says he wants to admit to Shane McMahon and apologize to Shane McMahon that he's been using him, using him not in the old-fashioned sense, but he knew that 
his story of his father would relate to Shane and, you know, can bring him into being a tag team partner with him. Because, you know, that's who you want to win a tag team titles with, and that's who you really want to go after as a partner, right? Yeah. You know, if uh, this whole Miz, if this whole Miz uh, McMahon rematch against the Usos doesn't work out, I can, uh, I can, de- I don't think it's going to be the end of Shane McMahon's tag career. You know why? Because I'm willing to predict the next year's Mixed Match Challenge, you know who Shane McMahon's partner is going to be? I'm just going to say it. I'm just gonna Charles say Blair. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say their the 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 team name and you'll probably get an idea. The who McMahons. The Shayna O'Mac. Oh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler and Shayna O'Mac why would, the mixed match challenge. Why would that happen? Because her name is Shayna. Oh, okay. It's it sounds funny, but that was literally like the. I, only would, th- I was hoping you were in a book it. That was right literally here. the only thing I was thinking about when you were recalling this segment. <laughs> Uh, no, but he he's a shitty wrestler. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> he's a better wrestler than I am. I mean, what can I? I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those. Hey, things. man, he's the best in the world. Don't say that. I mean, I bet you ninety nine percent of wrestlers out there are better wrestlers than I am because I've never had a. Dave but then like, they keep on booking him against like re- ultra talented individuals. Like they're booking him against the Usos. Remember, he did he fight a, the Undertaker he at fought, WrestleMania. He fought AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, that was his. Was that his first? No, that was uh, Jericho was his first. No, but man, what? What? AJ Styles' first WrestleMania. Opponent? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that was after. In which Y2 he AJ. lost. Y two AJ. Oh god. They made shirts literally, and then a week later they broke up. Marks. Yeah, I think that's great how WWE does that. They're like, let's see how much money we can get off this real quick. Uh, but yeah, no, he comes out to the ring, Miz. He apologizes uh, for using him. He says. He says, Shane, I know there's no rematch clause, but if anyone can make a rematch happen, it's you. you know, he gets the fans a chant rematch with him. Then out come the Usos. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's hold it on, guys. Whoa. Uh, they come out to the ring. They want to give them one more chance to call themselves the best tag team in the world because, you know, they're not. They lost their tag titles. I mean, what can else can we say? The Usos are literally, legitimately one of the best tag teams in the world, hailing out of San Francisco, California. I don't know. Um, they come out to the ring. They also... Um, oh, shit. What? Oh, no, they just... That's okay. No, no, okay. Well, you know, okay. Um, he says... I'll just say NXT tapings are going on right now. Okay. Uh, he They call Miz a wannabe A-lister who, who has C-lister skills. Uh, they told Shane McMahon they should find a new partner because uh, uh, Miz sucks. And that's basically what they kept saying. And then they... Um, then Shane got coursed. He said, you know what? What'd he say? All right, but he said something like, all right, brother. Like, again, he tries to get all sly, 70s, all funkadactyl on him. Okay. I, I don't know. I just, I hate when Shane tries to say anything kind of like. You want to get down with the homie? Yeah, pretty much. Something like that. Fellow kid? Um. So he says, you know, all right, the rematch is on and it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> it's going to happen in uh, Miz's hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. And that's when Miz announces that his father will be ringside. So they're really building. That shit. doesn't telegraph the finish at all. Yeah, huh? yeah. Miz's hometown. Who's turning on who? It has to be Miz. I mean, yeah. Because he'd be like, "You humiliated me in front of my family, my wife, my child, my unborn child." Yeah, it makes the most sense. It's the most smoke sense. It's it makes the most sense. So I see Shane actually turning. Um, and then Miz says, we're going to have this rematch because it's awesome. And then he, right when after he says that, he tries to say, oos, to the Usos, but he like flubs it up a little bit and sounds just like, yeah, Uso. Maybe he's uh, he was still trying to. Uh, and the Usos start cracking up, walking back up the ramp, too. Cause, of course. Of course. I would, too. Oh, man. Oos. I love the Usos. They're great. Good people. Good people, you know. They're good folk. Good folk. The Fatsus are good folk. The fa- <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we have, oh, this is actually a pretty damn good match, I thought. Alistair Black versus Entrati. I'm not takeover levels, you know, but. Of course, it's a, these guys are aware that they're not wrestling a takeover. You know, they're not, it's not the occasion to do so, even though, you know, you got to make a good first impression, even though that first impression was kind of dwindled away the night prior, but. So Alistair Black versus Andrade. Andrade should really keep an eye on Zelina Vega in this match. I mean, who can, who, who can really trust her? Yeah, kind of. There was the, there was this there was this tension in the air, man. With yeah. I can see something with Zelina Vega and Alistair Black. Well, I, I did like line. how um, Alistair Black like refused to look over at Zelina when they were coming out to the ring. No, I, there was also a really funny part where just Alistair Black is just staring in the corner as Zelina Vega and Andrade do the entrance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some say he's moody. 
He's a he's a moody little he's guy. A moody, he's a moody Dutch boy. Do you, um, Alistair? Alistair. What? Do you do you want a mocha? Do you want a mocha chino from Starbucks on the way home from school? I don't care. I know you always like the orange mocha frappuccinos. You know what? You know, like okay, just get me a coffee. Do you know how I take it? <sighs> Can't you? You want coffee? What kind of coffee do you want? I want it black. See, this is what happens when you give our son coffee, okay? Every what did you say? Well, it's not my fault. It's your fault. You're the one that Mom. started on it. Well, you know what? Don't argue with me. It's no. Just... See, and this is why he's moody. This is this is the origin story of Alistair Black. We just wrote Thank it right you. here. Thank he's uh, he's Thank from you. a broken home. Thank Thank if you. anyone wants to draw that up for us, and and we can just clever it's literally a, a little kid. Like he does. He still has the tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, he's like twelve years old and just pissed. All right, uh, make sure you get the make sure you get the knuckles that's right. That's when he because... finds his way into hot topic. Yeah, uh, but let's go back to the match of two. Go back and forth. Um, have Black... I ever said? Have I ever said it on air? How much of an actual fucking sweetheart Alistair Black is on Up Up Down Down? I think so. I mean, I can't remember. I've never seen him. Well, like so, uh, just in case. Uh, seriously, do, like do you he want just to com- play Teenage Ninja, Mutant Ninja Turtles. He just comes off as like this absolute down to earth, cool dude, and you would never expect a man looking like him to act this way. Like he said, like you know, uh, I never really grew up uh, rich, so oh, I made yeah, it a yeah. deal. I made it a, a a life goal in mine is that uh, when I make money, I make I buy all the toys I couldn't get. And like he's really into the Marvel movies, is Transformers. He's a giant nerd, yeah, really. And like it's 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 really it's like that's why up up down down. Like I. I give props to Xavier Woods for a making dude. A they're fuck all ton of they're all nerds, it. like everybody yeah. back there, and it's funny. And, it's and people all... hate on that too. Like, yeah. and I'm like, this, like, dude, Even... it's it's okay. What you'd rather you'd rather have them take hard drugs and all this other stuff for the sake of quote unquote authenticity and protecting the business and all that other fucking faux fantasy bullshit actually, that you have. Actually, Alistair Black coming out tweaked out of his mind <laughs> would be pretty interesting. All of them coming out. No, I feel like him. It would be interesting. I would rather than be healthy. He's probably straight edge, honestly. Yeah, most likely. They're they're probably all straight edge. A lot of a lot of the wrestlers nowadays are. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to compete on the next level, so your body you got to have a clean bill of health. You know, your body is your product you're selling. Not Randy Orton, though. I mean, I'm not putting him. No, I. I, Oh, he smokes a lot of cigars. I thought. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right then. Well, no, that's why I thought I saw pictures of that. Um, Allegedly, Uh, big show vapes. I mean, there's a lot of oh, there's yeah, a lot of real estate going Big Show around. Kind of seems like a kind of an asshole. Outside, what? Like outside of hey, Cor- Corey, I'm, I'll listen to you. No, that is a terrible Big Big Show impersonation. It's Terry Funk right there. I don't know. Why do you think? He's, or Big he seems very asshole. seems very blunt. He's really into destiny. How can he be very such an blunt. asshole? Maybe that's what it is. Every interview I've heard of him, he just seems very blunt. Uh, Gargano and Ciampa are backstage. They're watching this match because you know they're from NXT too. Um, knee to Andrade's face. Andrade pushes Black to the outside of the ring. There was a really weird roll-up attempt to Andrade by Alistair Black at one point. It seems like they flubbed something up. Nerves. Uh, Meteora to Andrade. Uh, German with the bridge to Andrade, but the kick out. Massive boot to Black. Double Massive knees. boot to Black. Double knees to Alistair Black. Then we get eventually the Black Mask to Andrade. The pin and the win. The winning streak continues for the moody Alistair Black. Yeah, they will never be equal. A good showing. This is a, an infinite, infinitely superior match than the one he had with Elias the night. Oh, prior. even Tom Phillips, he he says, you know, an even stronger black. Well, he's right coming out. To, you know, let's cut to Monday night. You know, Michael Cole, like we says, you know, the the dark, the yeah, moody. They kind of they kind of toned it down a bit. Well, they cut out the moody part from the the video package where Michael Cole said that. But the really good thing Tom Phillips says, he goes, in this world there is good and there's evil, and somewhere right in the middle. Is Alistair Black? And it I, was like twenty percent less corny than. It's Monday. a little corny, but it was twenty percent less. Hell, it was dramatically less than Moody. Yeah, he's the, Moody. I'm never letting that go. The hormonal, the Moody, <laughs> Alistair Black. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, next up, we have DIY. That's backstage. not the only thing that swings. Not his kicks aren't the only thing that swings. <laughs> yeah, his uh, he's bipolar now too. <laughs> it's a. Uh... So no man is ever it. truly depressed. That's, that's true. Hey man, I can say that. I I bipolar depression. It's a fun thing to deal with. Okay. Uh, anyways, DIY backstage with Kayla. Uh, they say they're the future. In walks the bar. Um, he says. Uh, he says, "What does this take your NXT superstar to work there? Ha 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 ha! I am Cesaro. You know me. <laughs> Have you followed my coffee account on Instagram? 
Yep. Claudio's Cafe. Yeah, he's also him? really into MOBAs. I think he's really into League of Legends. I'm going to take a... Um, my plan is tomorrow to take a picture of a really good latte art and then ruin it on camera and send it to him. Be like, yeah, and start a, feud, a Twitter feud with him. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm going to do. Anyways, uh, Johnny says, he says, you know, we're not here to set the bar or to raise the bar. We're here to break the bar. That's when the bar laughs and walks away because, you know, they're the bar. Uh, next up, we have Jeff Hardy backstage with AJ Styles and The New Day. And Kofi comes up. He says, I know we were enemies the other day, but we don't have an olive branch to extend. We have a pancake branch. So are The New Day going to break up? We're on New Day breakup watch. <sighs> I, you know, I think we're officially. That's not going to, I, I don't think that's going to happen personally, but uh, I thought. I don't you, think so. You, this is Kofi Kingston coming off like a very, very good. <laughs> a very uh, big match and a big time for his career. Probably the biggest uh, match he's Excuse ever me. had. I sneezed. Um, yeah, no, yeah. He, he came off looking like Adonis Creed at the Elimination Chamber match. And I thought, you know, it's. I think now it's time to, you know, kind of rein it in a little bit with the comedy. Be a little bit more serious. Like, yeah, have like a little quip or two. But then like really realize the gravity of the situation. I, and I hope that's really the focus of this Fastlane match. Like this yeah. Fastlane match, like because... I mean, we'll talk about it like like later in the show, but then it's just that the whole pancake branch, and then like this guy, these guys are just yeah, you know, Francesca. They, they got they got to take this seriously, man. They got to. But Kofi needs to seem like have like a little fire under under his ass. You like know there's, I mean? there's there's mo- there's a there's a arrogant. I mean, there's confidence, and then there's just uh, naivety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that a word? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard it before. I yeah. just naivete. Naivete. And next up, we have. Uh, uh, the Bar versus DIY. And arrogance. That's, that's correct, too. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the Bar versus DIY. Sheamus and Ciampa start the match. Slow start to the match. The DIY is playing uh, face in this match with Ciampa playing face again. So uh, DIY, I mean, they went on Twitter. Ciampa even went on Twitter saying, we are DIY. We are NXT. Um, DIY I mean, must be back together, man. I mean, it goes it goes in line with his character, though. Is like you know how he always say, "I am the sports entertainer," like where he's very just like in your face pride, even though like you don't think you know that he's not exactly very genuine about it. Yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. Uh, Cesaro takes control of Gargano. Uh, Cesaro catches Champa from a flying from him flying into a cameraman at one point. Did you see that? Uh, to the outside, um, Champa almost hits a crossbody to Cesaro, but Cesaro had to catch him because he literally almost flew into a cameraman. Uh, Sheamus then crashed into Ciampa's ankle at one point when Ciampa tried to go for a sunset flip powerbomb, but he's okay because he came back later into the match. Did you see that spot? Yeah. The, uh, with the way his, his knee bent back? That was, that was a soup. like, I, f- I felt that so... A, that was a botch. It was, it was a botch, and then I just felt like... The if gra- Ciampa got injured right there, I That's what know. I'm saying. God damn it. Like, this... What's going on? This would have been such a, like, a big fucking, uh, downer. On his part, like you know, yeah. he, you just got called up in the main roster, and now you just refucked up your knee, yeah, which sidelined you for a year, and then yeah. But apparently, he went, he came back, and he finished this match. And so far, so it's so far so good with him. Like he's on the NXT tapings, which are going on right now. Uh, Gargano escaped to Cesaro. You keep saying that, but I'm sorry, we're it's not going to talk about it. Okay, okay? <laughs> quit, quit enticing them. Uh, Gargano gets there. Get B show Thursday. Puts on Friday. the guard. We won't even talk about it then. Yeah, probably. We, we don't talk about spoilers on on shows. Okay. Um, Gargano. We'll talk about it off the off off air. Uh, Gargano escaped to Cesaro, but Cesaro powers out backbreaker to, um, and a knee strike combo to Gargano by the both members of the bar. Irish curse backbreaker to Gargano. Super kick to Cesaro, and then we have a springboard roll up to Cesaro by Champa, and Champa gets the win on Cesaro. Very very good match between. No one will survive. Uh, between four individuals who just knew, like it, this was a match that I described of just everybody in this match, like barring the <laughs> uh, the flub by uh, Champa, everybody knew what the fuck they were doing. And that was Sheamus. So I mean, <laughs> if, if if you ranked everybody in this match, Sheamus probably ranked on the bottom of all four of these men. It's still a good. It's he's still within good company. Like yeah. he's still it would a be very like talented. Gar- he's still pretty cool. Gargano, Cesaro, Champa. Yeah, Sheamus. and so I thought this. I enjoyed this match a Wrestling lot. Skills, I mean, um, I thought these guys um, so far in terms of NXT showings, they're two for two in terms of uh, properly utilizing them to their strengths. Yeah, it's um, it really goes to show. Like SmackDown, <laughs> they know how to, and it's and it's really interesting because like you don't have this is a two hour show, and 
I want to say about 80% of it is NXT guys. What does that mean for the guys who are, you know, the middle of the class people? Like that are already on? Yeah. Like I was thinking about that last night when there was no R-Truth. The United States champion. Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Rusev. Rusev. Who Rusev is just listening to Nirvana's Unplugged album all he day. He says it's one of the greatest albums. The, the Unplugged by Nirvana is have one you, of the greatest you, albums ever. Have you ever. heard that album? Yeah, it's great. It's one of the best albums ever. What else should I say? Um, all apologies. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good album. It's, it's great. Also, it's Kurt Cobain's birthday, by the way. It, is cool. it would have been 52. I was going to get there. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't have wished him a happy birthday. But yeah, happy birthday, Kurt Happy Cobain. birthday. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's interesting to see what's going on in SmackDown because, like, like unless they're going to move some people to NXT. You or know? they're just going to keep on continuing this, like, fucking ring around the rosy shit with the Pocket NXT full of posies, and They might fall down. They they might fall down. Literally, man. Fucking hold that knee. Uh, next up, we have Asuka. She's in the ring. She cuts an in-ring promo. Uh, no one's ready for Asuka. Fucking, I, I think it was Kayla. Dasha. Kayla. Kayla. Pretty much asking Oscar. We saw the uh, we saw she was pretty much just asking, "Are you afraid that you're going to be lost in the shuffle because no one's talking about you?" And we're all talking about Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey. And Oscar says we, yes. And we must remind yes, you. <laughs> no, Oscar says fuck you. Yeah, she says no one's ready for Oscar. Pretty like she just pretty much said like she doesn't want to talk about it because for a I fucking tapped out Becky Lynch and Royal Rumble. I beat I oh, yeah, beat yeah. Charlotte Flair and uh, and uh, Becky Lynch at TLC at in the front same of time. Corey. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's an accomplishment. Come on, man. That's exa- I mean, exactly what she said. By the way, she listener. said, "Come on, man." To Vince. What the fuck, Kayla? Vince Get the like, fuck out of here. All right, Oscar, I see your point. You did say man, so all right. Let's put in Mandy Rose. Uh, yeah, uh, how come fire and desire? Uh, Mandy says she's ready for Oscar, so they're gonna have a match. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Oscar. Oh Literally, we get one drop kick to Mandy Rose, and then someone's backing up, yeah. and I'm backing up from this match. Lacey Evans comes out to the ring, oh, and boy. she wants to walk. But you know, the one good thing I, I liked about this is that there was is no... that the fact that a homosexual person shooed her away and she left, which was Sonya Deville. Oh, that was a weird way to put it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked how Sonya Deville kind she's, of was. She's apparently one of the rumors is that she's a she's raging, raging homo. Oh, oh, Lacey Evans? Yeah. Oh, that's really good then. I like that. I love that. That's like when Jake Atlas beat uh, Sam Adonis in, at APW. Well, that just excuses everything that Sam Adonis does now, does it? Well, he, well I, he's a heel. He's, he's he also working. He's also relocated to Mexico City and does all of his work in CMLL. So that does say something about his character, about his as personality. His commitment. Yeah, it really does. And oh, he's well. kind of a nice guy. I've, I've met him a couple times. Isn't he? Wait, isn't he the brother of Corey somebody? Graves. Yep. Yep. Of somebody that, hmm, I wonder. Uh, let's see, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Lacey Evans comes out. She walks down the ring, and Sonya Deville kind of shoes her away. Um, I kind of, I was hoping for Sonya Deville to get in her face, but no, it doesn't happen. Uh, then Sonya Deville, or Russian leg sweep to Asuka. She tries to pin Asuka, but doesn't happen. Then we get a V trigger to Asuka on the outside. Release German to a shining wizard to Mandy Rose. Uh, but everyone stop because Rose's face is hurt. Guys, her face is hurt. Her face her, are more specifically her eye. Ow, my eye, my eye. Ow. And then I, I remember when Byron Saxon says it's it's her eye, and then Corey Graves said, "The eye is part of her face." Shut up, Saxton. Shut up, Saxton. Uh, yeah. Then um, and then she all of a sudden rolls up Oscar and pins Oscar. This is the one thing that's kind of pissing me off. Is Oscar supposed to be one of the top champions, like the top women's champion, one of the two top women's champion in WWE, but she loses to a roll up? Would Daniel Bryan lose to a roll up? Would Brock Lesnar uh, lose to a roll up. Did did you not watch Raw two weeks ago for Corey? What the fucking uh, cha- the the gauntlet match? What gauntlet match? Raw two weeks ago? No, in SmackDown. He didn't lose to a roll up. He hit the he hit the uh, or Trouble in Paradise on him and pinned him. I mean, he still got pinned. Yeah, no, that's fine. You can get pinned, but the roll up it's a, such a weak pin uh, to yeah, pin Oscar. So, I know. I hated this finish. Mandy Rose match. is a good wrestler. I won't take anything away from her. I she's I mean she's oh she's okay. She's improving, but that still didn't make this match good. Yeah, she's uh, not like the best wrestler in the world, but she's a very competent wrestler. Like I get it. Like Mandy Rose, she's very. I mean, okay, listen. If you were to tell me Mandy Rose or Lacey Evans, I will get. I will choose Mandy Rose any day, any fucking day of the week. But as it stands right now, you're not traditional. 
What? Oh yeah. Uh, Keep going. See, I completely lost my train of thought there. But (laughs) but if it it was right now, it's starting to tell me that this is going to be the fast lane program, and it's gonna. And I I really think it's going to be Lacey Evans versus Oscar in WrestleMania. Yeah. Which is completely unfortunate for Oscar's part. She'll probably win too, Lacey Evans. (sighs) New Orleans is not a good place for Oscar. She lost at WrestleMania there, and she lost at SmackDown there. That would be nice if they actually had some towns that were bad luck for people. Like, they're like, oh, you're going to lose in this town because that's where you always lose. I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where was I? Charlotte, she's backstage with a new interviewer. Some she's watching is like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, some blonde lady. Some blonde lady talked to a blonde lady after a blonde lady beat up a non-blonde Oscar. lady. <laughs> yeah. But with a blonde lady that came down to the ring to distract yeah. Oscar for help the other blonde lady win while the blonde lady is being interviewed by the blonde lady backstage. Watching the blonde lady win. Sarah Schreiber is her name, by the way. Is that her name? Yep, Sarah okay. Schreiber. Yeah, she would do NXT. She did like she would do backstage interviews for the NXT takeover shows. Okay, nice. So I'm guessing this is a call, another call up. Ooh. Oh my god! Just, uh, just pile on on these uh, fucking things. Man, but tell no, who we got from NXT. Who's that blonde? I remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I remember she was the one who interviewed Kyrie Sane when Kyrie Sane found out she won the overall. Dasha, NXT. you're gone. When she interviewed. Da- uh, uh, Kyrie Sane when uh, she got her second award and then Kyrie oh, Sane fucking okay. like, lost it like are you sure are you sure what do you when think she won, won superstar of the year it's like I think it, I think we need to get a dance and she doesn't dance she just cries which Aww. is you know oh Kyrie Sane dance for your trophy Kyrie stay wow. there stay there uh, next up we have Miz and Shane backstage Miz thanks Shane for the rematch and then Miz tells Shane that Mr. Miz will be at ringside fast lane so they're really building up to lose and then, yeah, Mr. Miz. I'm doing the Mr. Miz face, by the way. Who apparently has never told his son that he was proud of him or he loved him. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> Until, like, a couple weeks ago. Until he won the tag team title. Nope. When he won against Randy Orton, when he cashed in the money in the bank to win his for the WWE championship. Nope. Yeah, uh, Miz, you know what? I think when you he, uh, more, respect yourself some more and what? just say, you know what? I'm bigger than this father. When he main-evented WrestleMania and beat John Cena. Nope. No. No, not at all. None of that. Not even when he signed a WWE contract when he was on the real world. God, what a dire WrestleMania. What, this one coming up? No, that that particular one. And I one? watched that, too. That was like after a really big... Uh, high, that was like when I was super not watching wrestling. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> Interesting time. Next up, we have Ricochet versus... Oh, they're back! Yeah, I'm back. Versus Eric Young. Eric Young, I just, I, it was good to hear his voice again in the ring. Where you go, Ricochet? Um, I'm gonna bend you right here, right now. You gotta see here. That's two days of us talking about Eric Young. That's that's a, that's record. a record. That's a record here on City that's Wrestling. That's record. Uh, so back and forth between the two men. Flippy Ricochet shit. Uh, Wolf tries to distract Rico with German stuff. Uh, then yep, my favorite move, the German stuff. No, he tries to just yell some German stuff at Ricochet, and Ricochet kind of get back. Eric Young then takes over. Standing shooting star press to Eric Young. Eric Young, I think, was busted open at a certain point, right? He was bleeding from the side of the head. I saw that, too. Uh, Eric Young falls to the outside of the ring with a dropkick. Insecurity, Eric Young. 630 splash to Young. Ricochet gets the pin and the win because, hey, what else did you think was going to happen to Eric Young? Uh, he'd uh, win against Ricochet in a surprise finish. <laughs> I mean, and then get the mic and says, Sanity is back. Die, Dylan, die. Where are you, Ty? Remember that? Maybe that's why he asked for his release. He's like, I wanted to be a part of Sanity, and you know, uh, what's the name? Fulton was here. What's that guy's name? Fulton Sawyer. Fulton Sawyer. I know that because uh, in last year's WWE game, he uh, had an overall rating of 69. Yeah. Wait, that's really low. That's incredibly low. That's like lower. It's not as low as Arya Davari is now in uh, 2K19. Oh. That's uh, 68. Next up, we have uh, the New Day in Gorilla Position. And uh, Xavier says, you know, this Kofi Kingston's reign to success didn't happen over seven days. It happened over 11 years. And uh, he said Instagram was barely I mean, Instagram didn't exist. Uh, Drake's too far gone was only one years old. And the show Empire was wasn't even on, too, which they're trying to find ways to make that show interesting. Yeah. Biggie, you could tell Biggie when he said that he was kind of like, Ooh. You could tell Biggie's like, I watch that show. Uh, <laughs> He's like, well, they no, really are. Well, no, do you hear what the hell's going on with that show? No. So apparently, um, I forgot his name, Justin Simulet. Smollett? You never heard, you didn't hear about the story where um, now detectives, okay, so it was reported 
that the one of the actors in the show Empire was beaten on up on Fox. On Fox, he was beaten up to a pulp by a bunch of uh, Trump supporters, Ooh. and uh, would, like had MAGA written all over his face after he was beaten to a pulp. Uh. Um, now, det- now, uh, let's say I don't want to. I forget the uh, what city, but I'm just going to say Chicago detectives are investigating it on whether or not it was an orchestrated attack by. By the by, the victim himself to jumpstart his music career. Now this is this is all under investigation right so now. It's all allegedly. I mean, it's just the fact that the the fact that the reports are going out that they're actually investigating whether or not this was all bullshit, and the fact that New Day made a reference to that by yeah. saying they're trying to find ways to make that show interesting. Now, like, I was like, New Day, you motherfuckers. That's like, why I don't really, think New Day will. Y'all really had to bring that up, didn't you? That's why I don't think they'll ever break up. I honestly think that um, they're you just said, you just said in the beginning of the show New Day Watch Breakup Watch you said no no we're on New Day Breakup Watch but I don't think they ever will we're still in Breakup Watch all right because just, people are talking about them breaking up now because you're trying to will it into existence by saying it's like the Streisand effect the more you talk about it the more likely it's going to happen it's not true we talk about it and one you know, week later what did I say Corey uh, no but. Um, yeah, no. Where was I? I don't know. Well, they immediately spill into uh, Biggie uh, getting the microphone and doing the oh! Which I really thought was cool because we've never seen that before. You get to see the inside look. From gorilla position. Yeah. And it was a cord. It had a, uh, a made, cord on the mic. They made, they yeah. made sure that Vince McMahon was not in the shot because he was probably, you know, <sighs> right there. Right I'm still writing the show. Oh, is this the most times we've done a Vince McMahon impersonation? No. Um, back when I said beefy a couple weeks ago, I, I think I did like 26 times with Noah. Of course. Uh, beefy. There we go. Uh, but Kofi says this is all about hashtag Kofi Mania, and like I said, we actually get to see Biggie do the intro, and then um, I love when they come out to the ring. Xavier Woods and Biggie are kind of wearing trainer's gear. They have like water bottles attached to them with like a towel and everything for Kofi. Dude, they're just they're just a band of brothers. I love it. Uh, next up, we have Kevin Owens. The same video package we have for Monday night. Um, I love the fake video distortion they add to this because what kind of phone does he have to have? To make these fake video, you know, like the distortion in the video. Uh, it's called a. Oh, fuck, I don't know. What's the phone to start with N? No, I almost said NASCAR. Nokia. Nokia, yeah. He's a Nokia. Pretty good Nokia phone if it's you know if it's. I know like, taking shoots like that. Uh, but his kid's still a thief. Um, so they're showing the same movie theater thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. No change. No change, really. No change, really. This yeah. gave you twenty dollars. Was really that expensive? What movie do you think they were watching? Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. It's still in theaters? I mean, in Canada. Fighting with my family, probably. You probably should have said that. Like, we're watching Fighting with my family, and I'm here with my family. I'm not fighting with them, but I'm watching it. If this was a complete swerve, he just comes back as a complete heel. That's. I think I suggested that yesterday, Corey. No, I said it right now for the first time ever on the show. I'm kidding. No, you probably said it yesterday. Go listen to the Raw Review to see how wrong Corey is. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Guys, our main event comes up next. Oh, great. Yeah, it's because it's a two-hour show. Fantastic. Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, <laughs> and Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan, uh, Samoa Joe, and Randy. Did you see? Did they really put um, Jason Momoa on? Or Jason, what's his last name? Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh, good. I got yeah. it right. On the box of Samoas for the Girl Scouts. That would have been good. That's, I, I that, heard that about sounds that. awesome. I heard something like that, but I bought. I mean, they're, I they're, some yeah, they're, show, they're they're selling Girl Scout cookies right across the street from your place. I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was like, well, they should put Samoa Joe on there. Joyce, <laughs> some wait, Samo, Samoa, Samoa's Joe. Yeah, Joe. No, I mean Samoa's. that's that was the Edge and Christian segment. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Remember where he sold Girl Scout cookies? I still think it's kind of messed up that they blurred out the bullet. Oh well, no, I guess they could have got sued. Do you think I could have got sued for that? No. You can't get... I don't know. Fair anyways. Fair use. Uh, anyways, uh, six-man tag match, play a play um, Let's see. Who, Brian, then he says, none of these men are going to be in the ring or going to face him at Fastlane because he's beat them all in the Elimination Chamber, and he's going to be the WWE Champion forever because he's the people's or the planet's champion, and you people need him. Uh, so Joe and Coffee start the match. It was actually Kofi. Joe Kingston. Coffee? Yeah, Joe Coffee started he, the match. Another NXT con- uh, uh, call-up. Wow. Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan actually started the match, but Daniel Bryan tagged out real quickly to Samoa Joe. Oh. Uh, springboard dropkick to Samoa Joe. Um, and then apparently uh, Orton, Randy Orton, who for some reason my notes changed to Morton. Morton gives Kofi Kingston a backdrop to the announcer's table. Ricky Morton of the Midnight Express. No, it's Randy Morton. Um, another uh, side slam to Kofi Kingston on the announcer's table. So two of them. 
Orton then goes for the shoulder. Um, goes then. God damn! Hold on, let me rephrase that. Orton then tries to attack Kofi Kingston, but Kofi Kingston sidesteps him and hits his shoulder into the ring post. We have a twist of fate to Samoa Joe. LaBelle locked to AJ, rope break, missile drop to Daniel Bryan by Kofi Kingston, and then we get the famous butt drop to Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. You know, Kofi Kingston's butt drop from the air? That's technically a senton, right? A falling senton? Butt drop. You know, it's, Kofi, it's, it's, it's trust it's, fall? He calls it, he calls, yeah, he calls it the trust fall. Oh, okay. Uh, Which trouble. is an actual literal term because he is... He has no idea where he's going with that, so they better catch him. He better trust those guys. Trouble in Paradise to Daniel Bryan, and guess what happens when he hits the Trouble in Paradise? He uh, pins Daniel him. Bryan. Oh, he pins him. Didn't even let me answer the question. Well, you know what? You saw he, what happened. Actually, didn't I? Didn't watch the show at all, Corey. Yes, I was just faking it. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So it's just like he he can do that at. Fastlane can't get the pin, but yeah. okay. It was a tag match, dude. He had there were other people involved, and in it was all the same people that were involved in the six man match at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, but then they weren't against him; they were for him. <laughs> Wait, what? In the tag match? Oh, but he was more weak in this match than he was in the but Elimination then he, Chamber. But then he has more strength with Joe and Orton, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. you're agreeing with me. What are you trying to say? Is that why? Last week, uh, Kofi Kingston could hit the Trouble in Paradise on Daniel Bryan, pin him, and win. Because he was this a third week, entrant, dude. This like, week, he, he could do the tired. same thing, and then, but Elimination Chamber. He has renewed confidence. He knew how far he went with that okay. Elimination Chamber match. He's uh, like, I'm going to do okay, this okay. now. I'm going to hear right now. After the match, though, Shane McMahon does come out uh, down the ring, and he says, to announce uh, Daniel Bryan's opponent for Fastlane, and it's going to be... It was this pause, and then everybody, all the... This is what happens when you give the fans oh, that they want. They they Kofi. chant Kofi, and then at 8 o'clock, at 8.01, they were fucking late on this one. Shane McMahon, he just pauses, and I bet you there was like, damn it, Shane, fucking say it. We're going to get overrun here. Yeah. yeah. And he says, <laughs> it would be so funny if they just go straight to Temptation Island. He says, um, he says uh, Kofi Kingston. Never The place goes wild. And now it's going to be, and the announcers were too. They put it over. It's like, oh. They said, Kofi Kingston's going to, welcome to Temptation Island. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's your fast lane main events. Hopefully, it's your main events. Problem. I mean, you know, you never know. It could be a Ronda match. Um, but that's I'm that's looking forward life. to it. Looking forward to that Kofi Kingston match. Uh-huh. I want you my ideal outcome. Uh, from uh, uh, as of right now, as of, as of this week, might be different in our prediction addiction. Is that Eric Rowan? I mean, um. Luke Harper will return and just force a DQ. It's a fucked finish, and that's you know that's an unfortunate thing. These, yeah. But then it would also justify a, a rematch. Man. No, not a six man. A rematch. Well, it would six man on SmackDown. Si- sure. Or or six man on WrestleMania. Freebird rules. Freebird rules for the title. No, just 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 Kofi and Brian uh, for a rematch at WrestleMania. Wow. Well, with with Bludgeon Brothers. With uh, Bludgeon Brothers on his side and, you know, on Brian's side and New Day on his side. You mean the bad brothers? The Which chill bros? Which is going to be unfortunate because it's also going to confirm my fears that this will probably be like a 10-minute comedy match where my phone drops on the floor and I can't pick it up because I'm too busy at this podcast. It's okay. Uh, but that, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with um, that. I don't know if Eric or if, if Harper's going to sh- I, I You know, the, apparently right now Daniel Bryan's going to... Uh, defend his title against somebody who's not on the active roster right now at at Mania. Uh, it's Kevin Owens. Yeah, probably. Probably Kevin Owens or Bray Wyatt, you know? Yeah, I mean... Hey, man, I love it's the weird. Too, but I mean, can't. they can do it. They can do it. Pro- like if you, oh. if they try hard enough, yeah, you can will that into existence, and I won't be too against it. But this is this is Kofi's time, man. It's It really is. And it's what people want, and people are... And I hope people continue to cheer... And I hope it's like it actually legitimizes this like fairy tale underdog story that I want so badly. Hashtag Kofi Mania. It is literal. It is Daniel Bryan is the utter definition of living long enough to see yourself become the villain. To quote Harvey Dent, he's the villain. Marty Scroll. Yeah, that's no. who. That's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they they had to at least try to get him at least right. WWE. Yeah. His contract does not end for another five months. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to AEW. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, that was SmackDown Live. So before, you know, let's go next up to 205 Live real quick. Results from the show. Uh, last night, we have the announcement of a tournament for Buddy Murphy's title at WrestleMania. Eight superstars will, uh, are going to compete in it, and it's going to start next week. Our, Yay! Our first match, Umberto Carrillo versus TJP. Umberto. Uh, 
Gulak and Gallagher come down to the ring at a certain point in the match. Gulakager. Gulakager. The spring- I'm so glad I don't have to fucking take notes for this show anymore. Springboard um, splash to Gallagher. I barely took notes. Uh, pin uh, Umberto de Carrillo pins. Oh, sorry. Um, he pins TJP. I don't know why I said Gallagher. Uh, he pins TJP. After the match, Gulak and Gallagher get in the ring and walk right up to Umberto Carrillo and stop holding stuff up in my face. I'm, I'm singing the song already. Uh, yeah, I know, baby. I'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later, baby. Uh, listen, oh God, I got to stop now. Uh, <laughs> after the match, uh, Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher get in the ring, corner Umberto Carrillo, and celebrate with him. Yay! Hold, hold him up in the air and say, this is, this is your moment. Um, so Umberto was a little taken back by that. Next up, we have Davari versus oh, Johnny Lyons. Okay, Michael, we're doing a show here. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> guys, I'm yeah. Sorry. Johnny Lyons versus Davari. Have you seen this Johnny Lyons before? Uh, oh my god, he's incredible. Does he have loins? No, no, it's spelled like loins. So remember that restaurant, loins or I have lions? No idea what you're talking about. Anyways, Davari versus Giant Lion. Johnny Is it a Lyons. meat restaurant? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, Hammerlock Lariat to loins. Um, then we have a modified million dollar dream to loins and the submission victory. Million dollar dream, huh? Yeah, yeah. Not a crossface chicken wing. It's just no, million dollar. No, dream. that's what they were calling a million dollar dream the other night. So okay, I'm gonna go with All it. All right, Vic. Uh, next up, we have the main event: Mike Kanellis versus Cedric Alexander. They actually went a good like twenty five minutes, man, or twenty minutes. Um, match was pretty good back and forth, um, but the finish of the match, you know, of course, Cedric Alexander. He continues his. Um, I love his new tights, by the way. They're a little bit more bright. They have some color to it, um, some green, and yeah. it's always a good thing. And let's see. Oh, Cedric Alexander. What? Kind of doing, he's kind of just. Well, we'll see what happens. He needs to go to NXT. He's kind of just there. He would be great on NXT. He would be great. Yeah. No, he Um, would be great anywhere else, dude. And next, we have the first round matches announced for next week for the tournament Kaliso versus Tony Nice and Drew Gulak versus Brian Kendrick. So that'll be fun. That was 205 Live. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to take like extensive notes. I'm just going to list what happened. Um, But before we get out of here, guys, there's a couple of. Birthday wishes we'd like to wish out. And I think, Michael, you have an official birthday wish you'd like to give out, right? Oh, you want me to say it? I don't know how old he is. Or, no, he's passed away. I know. How old would he have been? He's still alive, Corey. Who? Are you talking about <laughs> Bertha Fay? Oh. How old is he then today, Michael? He is See, this so is all the research I do on, on birthdays. I want, you know, you got to bring, bring your game. Bring the game. But first off, celebrating their 42nd birthday today. Uh, he bo- is okay. Uh, well, I might as well just say it out loud because I just got the birthday right now. It's Antonio Noki, founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling in 1972. He is 76 years old, born February 20th, 1943, in Yokohama, Japan. Inoki Bumaye, most known for his fight against Muhammad Ali, some might say is the birth of mixed martial arts as we know it today. And an unofficial WWF champion. Unofficial WWF champion and. Wrestled uh, Ric Flair in front of 900,000 people in North in Korea. North Korea with a, with a, with a, yeah, seriously. I you, got me thinking. It's just, you know, wrestling, wrestling. Show, wrestling. And tell, show and tell. I, I, I kind of don't want to. I mean, it's okay. I don't want to really want to watch the match, but I, but then I remember seeing the YouTube video of like behind the scenes of, you know, all the wrestlers going to yeah, yeah. North Korea. Could be interesting. Yeah, no, that's that act, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, also born in 1977, turning 42 years old today, Gail Kim. Happy birthday, Gail Kim. All oh, turning 34 years old today, born in 1985. While you're too while they're too busy eating defeat, you eat cake. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh Kelly and Dane turning 34 years old today. Uh tomorrow, the 21st of February, we have a few birthdays and then someone we're gonna remember. Uh first off, we'd like to wish Tommy Mercer a happy birthday. He was Mercer? Pre- Mercer, he was uh, Crimson in TNA. You remember Crimson? Oh, God, yes. Um, he sucked. Tyrus, Brutus Clay. He sucks, too. He's turning a, he, 46 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wait, are we Yeah, can, can you double check that for me, please? Wait, I was going to say, is it Ty, Funka, uh, Funkasaurus Rex? Yeah, born in 1973, right? That would be 40, 46 years old. That's kind of incredible. Uh, it's, that's yeah. Carlito turning forty years old today, born in nineteen seventy nine. That's inconsiderate. Hey, I spit in the face of people who want to be good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nineteen seventy three. He's forty five years old. He's oh, he's forty six tomorrow. Okay. Oh, we're going. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow we're not. We're not show tomorrow. And today we would also like to remember 
the uh, former former women's wrestler in WWE and All Japan Pro Wrestling, Bertha Fay. She was uh, she passed away in 2001. She would have been 58 years old today. She debuted in 1979 in All Japan Pro Wrestling. Was in the WWE Women's Division mostly as a kind of comedy act with Harvey Whippleman. Her comedy was that she was big boned. Yeah. Uh, WCW, she competed in um, for the Cruiserweight title and for the Hardcore title. And she passed away in 2001 due to a heart attack. So um, we'd like to remember Bertha Faye today. So happy birthday. Even happy even. birthday, Bertha Faye. Yeah. Guys, Michael? My throat we? hurts. So oh, that's podcast. a personal problem. That's not me. Okay? So much podcasting. Okay. Also, the wind just got me like, got, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, stores, I'm sort of developing a cold now. Okay, yeah, you got to leave now. Okay, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith, I'm the world-renowned Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. We're going to be at the B-Show, and who the fuck knows what's going to happen <laughs> that day? Well, we know what's going to happen tonight. Yeah, watch NXT. The the because they're going to do the announcement. It's like, NXT is canceled. Oh. oh. Oh, I just figured that out. Okay. We'll see you on the B-Show, guys. Uh, have a wonderful night. Have a great Thursday. And we'll see you later. Bye. Run in the Goblins. Bye.